Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have Ashley Knight of Hello Boss. She's a business mentor, strategist, and self-confessed planning addict. Ashley teaches women in business simple strategies that will help them grow their brand, income, and audience online. She's a huge community builder and people connector. Yes, that's a real thing. And we are excited to have her on the show. Today, Ashley is sharing all of her tips and tricks about building an engaged community, both online and in real life. That could look like for you on Facebook. And even if you dread Facebook, how that could work for you in your own community and how that makes sense. She also shares tips on how to be a better community member, which I think is super beneficial for us all to hear and to be reminded. So give this one a listen if you are looking to create engaged community or be a better member in the current community that you serve. Hello, welcome to the show, Ashley. Hey, um, hey, Abigail. How are you? Thank you for having me here. We're excited to have you. It's like kind of like a rare unicorn honor to have someone on the show who has been around our community for a while and who has kind of seen TCC grow from like, <laughs> well, not existing to starting. And you were one of those unicorns. So I think it's always a nice perspective to hear from someone who like truly knows like what's going around these parts. Mm -hmm. But I think it's even more exciting to chat with someone who values community, I feel like as much as we do, and really goes out of your way to starting that and nurturing those relationships and making sure that it's important. And I feel like this is the thing that especially for so many women who work alone, and work at mm -hmm. home, mm -hmm. and you're solopreneurs, and you're just like doing the thing, like, where are your people? How do you mm -hmm. find those people? And how do mm -hmm. you foster those relationships, not only for like your creative energy, but the growth of your business and sales and mm -hmm. just like having fun online with other human beings. So mm -hmm. that's what we're going to tap into. today. So share with me a little bit about your community and the purpose of really being mindful of creating that and what it means to you. It's very much what you touched on. Um, 
I think that for me, being a South African, I don't know if it's, that's quite obvious by my accent, <laughs> but being here in South Africa, um, it's we're sort of kind of where you guys were in the States two years ago, so far as community building goes. And I had started my own business before the business that I have now. I was in, I had a recruitment business. As you've touched on, it can get quite lonely, you know, being on your own and kind of not knowing all the things you need to know about business, like where to get your business cards printed, like really simple things and what to do on social media and how to do it properly and how to mark yourself properly. And I just, I felt a strong need to connect with other business owners in a little bit more of an informal setting. So not necessarily at your very typical, you know, your local networking events that you go to where it's very formal and you stand up and introduce yourself and have an elevator pitch and all that kind of thing. That doesn't jive with Mm me. So I really wanted to just create a, a community or a space where I could brainstorm and share ideas and also share what I knew as I learned. I used to get a lot of people asking me questions about how did you start your business and how did you find success so quickly with my recruitment business? And I really just wanted to share that. I wanted to help educate and uplift other women and give them the opportunity to give them a bit of a foot up. And uh, that's kind of where it all started. I didn't really think it was going to explode the way it has. It really just started as a small supportive community and it's still supportive, but it's growing beautifully. And it's just amazing to see women supporting women in business. Yes, right? Yeah. And having people like you, Em, and Abigail just kind of spearheading the way for me because at that time I didn't have my community just yet so it was the creative collective was my space you know that was kind of where I hung out in the beginning and Mm -hmm. uh, I could see the value that it was offering your local community I kind of wanted to bring the same to my career over on the side of the planet yeah (laughs) yeah so talk to me specifically about engagement I feel like so often especially when you're talking about starting a community online it can feel despite there might being like the numbers, like it says you have 40 people or 100 people or 500 people in a group, but starting out, it can feel like you're talking to this big open void of nobody there. And so how do you Mm -hmm. start to build that engagement where people really start participating and answering prompts Mm -hmm. and all of that? What, What have you seen work inside of your own community? I think when you're starting your own community, the the real key is to understand why you've started the community in the first place and also to really show a sincere and invested interest in the members that are in the community. So for me in the beginning, it was really about trying to get to know each and every member. If you've only got 40 people in the group, it was really about trying to get to know what each of them were really skilled at and what their niche areas were. And whenever there was a question that was relevant to their particular niche or specialism, it was about sort of tagging and mentioning them and getting the conversations going and getting them introduced to each other and starting to speak to each other. So driving engagement is more about starting conversations and you being the example. So it's really just sort of setting the pace and setting the example and and showing people how to engage by your own example. There's no use starting a community and having your prompts every day and not actually taking part. It's very important to lead the way by example. And that's how it all started for me, really. It was just really getting to know people as best I could and serve them Mm -hmm. as best I could. 
So that's kind of where I would start. Yeah, I think people forget that community, all communities start Mm -hmm. at zero. And getting your first trickle of people in is nerve wracking. And then you're Mm -hmm. excited. And then you feel like there's dead space. But I think giving that grace and just accepting that you have to sit in that process sometimes for your group or your community or whatever that may look like for you, that it's going to shift and it's going to change over time. I remember when we first started the group, there's like nine people, 40 people, (laughs) and like really just owning whatever stage that our group has been in, in the past couple Mm -hmm. of years. Yeah. So how do you see that changing when like, how can we take advantage of those relationships when they are at different milestones of people? How can we continue to show up for our, our audience, even though community is like constantly changing? Yeah, that's the thing is the bigger the community gets, the more varied the needs are. Mm. I think that it's, you know, your, your members that have been around for some time, they know the basics. And what's really beautiful about community is once those people that have been in your community for some time get to know you and they get to know all that you've been sharing and teaching, they start to become the educators in the community mm. and sharing yes. with Yes. the rest of the members and start sort of doing that on behalf of you so that it kind of gets you into a position where you are now being able to work on content that's a little bit more at an intermediate or advanced level. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of community is, is it's trying to build that supportive environment where people aren't afraid to ask questions, where people are, are happy to share and support and they become your ambassadors for, for the community and, mm-hmm. and sharing and becoming known for – and it's about – teaching them how to do that. It's about saying, you know what, guys, it's okay for, if you know the answer, jump and help. It's really good for you from a business perspective to be able to be visible and, you know, be seen as an expert in your space. And, you know, that's how you get known for what you do in this community. And if you're not answering questions or getting involved, nobody knows you exist. So, yeah, your community gets, they get to know that and they get to sort of see the value in it. It just takes one or two people to jump on that train and understand the concept that other people start following suit. And then that sort of frees you up to be able to create more content that's more at a higher level. And then also... The thing is, as well, is also we have guest experts that come into the community that I've got, the Halabas community. So we bring in other other people to come in and share what they know about a specific niche and that kind of thing. And that always goes down well and it builds excitement and it builds more engagement yeah. and it keeps people really thrilled, you know, when we have these little injections of, of learning and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Go back to a little bit of what Abigail was asking earlier is also it's not just sort of getting to know your community but it's also just making the space fun to be in mm-hmm. enjoyable a place where yeah. people like really crave being there that when they get to the end of the day like they want to sh- go to your group and they want to scroll for that feed and get involved yeah. in like all stuff that's happening there and so what I used to do in the beginning was re- instead of also just doing business stuff we'd have like little part little mini live parties in the community and celebrate small wins and we would have mm-hmm. fun posts to get to know you type of mm-hmm. things that people used to love mm-hmm. so we used to mix it up a little bit and not keep it sort of all too serious about business mm-hmm. so how have you been translating that into real life how are you taking those online relationships and turning them into clients or customers or has it sort of trickled out into you've created a community in your local community I am a huge advocate of taking your online relationships offline as much as possible. Mm -hmm. 
if and where possible. So what we do in our community is we do meetups every quarter and these happen all over the globe. So no matter where you are, whether you're in Australia or the UK or South Africa, we have people that volunteer as ambassadors and they host meetups where we encourage people in the local areas to get together face-to-face and hug a real person and get to know people in real life and connect. So I think so far as translating it into sort of the human connection, that's what we encourage a lot of. At the same token, how does it then translate into your business? Why would you want to be in that community in the first place? It's not all about support and hugs and wonderful stuff. How does this also, how can you use communities to grow your business? I think it goes back to just visibility and understanding that these platforms are so useful in being able to also teach and educate. So. Mm-hmm. Sharing what you know and and reaching out and becoming known as the person who's really great at teaching people, knows everything about webinars and people start tagging you and mentioning you. So the more you're visible and the more you're sharing, the more people get to know you as the expert and the more you get tagged and mentioned. So it's really just about consistency and showing up and adding value and and sharing what you know. And oftentimes people in my community will, will often say, you don't even want to even know how much business has come away out of this community. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. My biggest order has come from somebody in this community. And it's really just about people sharing and reaching out and being visible. What I've found is quite useful as well, and maybe this might be something to sort of touch on again towards the end, but having a directory within your community really helps. Yeah. And we found that has been super useful as well and where people can literally go really quickly and sort of scroll through web designers and know exactly who's kind of in the community as a web designer. And that's really helped a hell of a lot as well. You can showcase your business quite well within a, in a Facebook group by having a directory. So I feel like, you know, we've touched on Facebook groups and I feel like that's usually the tone of where communities are held. It's where Mm -hmm. our community is held. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's where a lot of people seem like it's the easiest place to start, but Some people don't want to have a Facebook group as their community. So have you seen any other businesses build communities outside of that platform? And what does that look like? That's such a good question. And it's something that I've asked myself too, because there is a sentiment within the social media space where people are, not everybody, but there are some small groups of people that are are getting tired of social media and Facebook and wanting to Mm -hmm. really sort of detox and step away from being so highly engaged within the social space. In my experience, there are your sort of local networking groups where you pay a membership and every month people get together and they have a breakfast or a brunch. There's that opportunity, which is the sort of standard. We all know that that's kind of been around for, for donkey's years. But other opportunities, could things like masterminds, getting involved in a, in a mastermind. I know for me personally has... I've been in two masterminds before, but the one I've joined recently for the last sort of four weeks has blown my mind and has been so beneficial to me. It's a space where I can, I have a little bit of an outlet. (laughs) And at the same time, it's you are with other people that are at different levels within their business and in different industries even. And there's so much that you can kind of share cross-pollinating business information, uh, whether it's a product or a service or wherever, or whether you're in South Africa or whether you're in the States or in Australia, we have so much to learn from each other. So I think masterminds are like liquid gold. If you can find a really great group that you can grow with together, that to me is... How did you find yours? 
I actually, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. It all starts on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So the mastermind that I am in uh, was actually something that came out of a Facebook group that I think, Emily, you're in this group too. It's for business mamas. And we sort of, everybody raised a hand who was interested in getting involved in a mastermind. And one of the members there was, okay, well, this is what I want to do. If you're keen, let me know. And we kind of just grouped a few people together. And that's kind of how it started. Um, you know, I always believe that things come your way mm-hmm. when they're meant to and people yes. come into your life for a reason. And it was like the timing for all of us has just been just so epically mm-hmm. on point. It's not even funny. It's just amazing. <laughs> and I'm so grateful. And it's, you know, when you, when you can find a little community like that where everybody's so supportive and it's what I love about it is that it's so intimate, mm-hmm. you know, you're not part of a, a huge crowd, so you cannot get lost in the crowd. You have to show up every week and you're held accountable. And I love that kind of mini community model. So masterminds I think is, is great. Yeah. We've had a small mastermind that we've met up with for now a year going on 13 months, I think, which is bananas, but it started very similarly where it was just a small niche thing. And we put a timeframe on it where we're like, we're only going to chat for like three months and then we'll (laughs) see if we still like each other because we wanted to like test the format. Can we commit to like always coming to a call because that's Mm -hmm. a big thing Mm -hmm. in business. Mm -hmm. And it turned out like the benefits of showing up always outweigh Mm -hmm. the time that it takes to show up. And I think when you find that group of people, that's when you know, like you're onto something good and it it may take you like trying some that don't work out because we've tried a handful Mm -hmm. before that one where we're like, uh, this is not going to work out for us for one reason or another. But I always encourage people like just say yes to some of these things, even if you're not sure if they're going to work and give them a chance Mm -hmm. because you never know. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Well, and I want to go back a little bit yeah. to, I mean, this gets a little woo, but you <laughs> mentioned like everything happens for a reason. And like, mm-hmm. if these people are put into your life on purpose, I feel like often we ignore those signs or we're just oblivious to them and we're missing opportunities to have genuine connections with people that could really care and impact us. So do you have any tricks for and maybe you don't which is totally fine because I just put you on the spot but (laughs) for really kind of noticing those opportunities and paying attention and like listening intently to what people are like calling you to do yeah I think it's really I'm just trying to think back now to this exact experience and how it's all kind of come together I think and this is probably going to sound really woo as well, <laughs> but you have to ask for it. It's okay. I think wow. you have to ask for it. Yeah. And that was, I had actually vocalized to my husband last year. I said to him, I think I need a coach. I need somebody that I'm a coach, but I need a coach. I need somebody that's going to yeah. hold me accountable. Who's going to raise me up, take me to the next level, push me, kick me in the ass when I need mm-hmm. a kick up the ass. And I put it out there and I was like, I just need to find somebody that's going to, that I can speak to about all the things that I need to speak to them about and just kind of get me into the right headspace. You know, having a baby thrown into the mix last year completely threw me for a loop and it's new time management skills and there's so many things that come into it. And also managing a community, as much as it's a wonderful experience, it can also be something that it can be it's difficult to manage a lot of different personalities so it's really important that you have a space where you can share in confidence with somebody and and get guidance and and that kind of thing from somebody who's a bit more experienced with it so anyway put it out there i say put it out there and 
it kind of all just like you'll notice it when it happens because it just locks in and there's a sense of peace and gratitude and Mm -hmm. like absolute like when we get together we every time we have a mastermind and I don't know if you guys do this in your mastermind but every time we get together we're like okay let's just share one thing each that we're grateful for Mm -hmm. in the last week (laughs) and without fail every week it's like guys I know this sounds terrible but I'm so grateful for every single one of you every week. Like it's every week. We're so grateful for each other. And that's kind of when, you know, it just clicks in and it locks in and it feels good. And it's, it doesn't feel like you finding any resistance. So Mm -hmm. when there's that flow and that ease, that's when, you know, that's when, you know, this person's your person and you got to trust your, I always say to people, you always know. And even when coaching, I always believe, you know, the answers intuitively, you already know the answers. A lot of us just have our own limiting beliefs that get on our way. And I think it's really about trusting your gut. Yes. And like I know for me this year is all about daring greatly. You know, it's just throwing caution to the wind, being like, you know, fuck it. I'm just, I'm doing the thing that I have been dreaming yeah. about doing and yeah. I'm going to do it and I'm going to yeah. dare greatly and I'm going to be super vulnerable. And like sitting on this podcast with you guys today with two people who I admire so much, they had me in like a ball of nerves pretty much most mm-hmm. of today. <laughs> And it was just, you know, put it out there, dare greatly and take a few risks. And I think tangibly another idea, if people are seeking to, how do you know, and how do you know if that's going to be the right fit? And how do you open up those doors? Something that I found really helpful. And I think this is why our particular mastermind continues to work well. We sought out one specific reason for joining. It wasn't like there's a time and space for all of the reasons, but we were no longer needing a mastermind where we were like, we want the opportunity to ask all the questions and like, we want to get all the answers about everything that was just too broad for us for too long. And so this, our specific mastermind started focusing just on podcasting. So we, we were all had podcasts. They were all different. We all had different audiences, but we were targeting just that strategy at first. And over time it has shifted to now be about business and life and health and all of the things. Mm-hmm. But I think if you really hone in on one specialty first, mm-hmm. you might find mm-hmm. it easier to tap into that sooner. Totally. Like for us, it's we're all moms and we all have little ones about the same age. And so like we can message each other and be like, OMF. <laughs> you know, I love my kid. <laughs> I'm going to say this and I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for it, but I love my kid, but I also really love my work. It's really yep. difficult to try and strike that balance. And what's really cool is that we can have those conversations with each other and there's no yes. judgment. Mm-hmm. It's there's just complete understanding. We all, you know, what was weird is we all pretty much have the same word of for the year. Mm. Like it was weird. <laughs> so awesome. again, these things happen. And that, yeah. like I was going to say, Abigail, like sometimes that's a clear enough sign. You know, if, if, you know, everything, everybody had the same word for the year and it was just like, okay, so this is just meant to be. Well, I want to talk about the other side of it. Cause I feel like we focused a lot on you initiating the creation of the community, but I want to talk about mm-hmm. being a member and like, how mm-hmm. do we better utilize the existing communities that are online and leverage them in a way that's going to help grow our business and create genuine Mm -hmm. connections, but isn't like Mm -hmm. spammy and weird and all the other things that you don't want them to be. So what are some keys to being an awesome community member? I think it's important to find your place first. So find your community, find your space where you feel comfortable with 
the vibe, the values of the group, of the community, uh, what it stands for. And I think it's important to have at the most, I know for me personally, like I'm only really in like three or four groups, including my own. I think it's really important to keep it really down to a minimum of like two or three. And if you really want to get the results you want out of your community, the worst thing you can do as a community member is just spam groups with your links and spam groups with your stuff. When that's happening in a community, it's generally really, really noisy because everybody else is dropping links and you're just going to get completely missed. And you're relying on that one person out of how many thousands Mm -hmm. to happen to see your link. And if they happen to click on it and happen to buy from you. So that's really not a great strategy. I think it's really important to invest time in the community, get to know the people in the community, get to understand who the admins are, who owns the community, support, follow, use the hashtags, really just get stuck in and get involved, answering questions, asking great questions, sharing great resources. And I think what's also important is to be mindful of the community you're in's guidelines. Yes. For the love. To put in <laughs> read the rules, guys. <laughs> Please read the rules. It's really just important. And those guidelines are put there for a reason because oftentimes yes. it's because the community managers and the owners of the community really want the space to be one that's spam free and yeah. of great value. And they, they're there for a reason. And I think I know this that with you guys, you have a great, highly engaged community. Halibas community is a highly engaged community and they're both such amazing resources for the people that are members and there's no spam in there. We we have mm-hmm. like the same as you, fairly clear guidelines on what is allowed and what isn't allowed. And I think if you want to be a really good community member, be mindful of what is allowed and what isn't allowed yeah. and just res- respect the space you're in. And then, yeah, then it just comes down to being visible and yeah. and taking part in the daily prompts and sharing yeah. and sharing. Yeah. On, you know, you come across a great article that's helped you in your business, share it. Yes. And don't just spam a link into the group, like of an article that you've written. It, give, put a little bit of a precursor to it and say, you know, yeah. this is so important to me in my life right now because X, Y, Z. And I know if I'm going it through, then it's something that could very well serve one of you and I just feel led to share it with you. And when you're sincere like that and add a bit of personality to your post and take a bit of time with it, it's noticed. Yes. All you're going to do is think about the groups you're in right now and think about the people that post in those groups and the ones that you know that they do this. And the only reason you know that they do that is because they're visible and consistent Mm -hmm. and sharing and adding value. That's how you know Mm -hmm. that they do what they do. And you've pretty much got to do the same thing. Absolutely. And I think people forget that like admins, like we want to get to know you. That's the purpose of the group. That's Mm -hmm. why generally they were started. So we could learn about more business owners, whether it's just for like market research, or I just maybe want to meet a friend today or like Mm -hmm. want to buy something today. So I think Mm -hmm. we forget that like genuine connections want to be made even by the people who started the group. And so the more Mm -hmm. often you introduce yourself and add value and share and help other people, the more you get noticed by admins and other members. And it's truly helpful for the growth of the community and the, the feel of it, the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Emily. And I think also we don't want to be right. the grumpy pants. Like we don't want to come in no. there and have to say the things and do no. the Facebook lives. We that's the last thing we want. We want to be in there with everybody and getting super excited about this and supporting that person with their business and the things that they're celebrating. We want to get involved in all of that. 
And I think when the community gets into the thousands and trying to manage a community that size, just be mindful of your admins. Understand that they're there to serve Mm -hmm. the community. And if you're putting in shitty posts, you're wasting not only other people's time in the community, but the poor admins have to like go up and clean up after you. So it's just really about respect and understanding that the reason why that group was there in the first place was to be a space that you could yeah. celebrate your business and support other people and learn and showcase what you're really good at in a way that's authentic and real and connected. Yes. Yes. So you've been described to me as a stubborn optimist. And I am curious how that's helped you build community because I feel like personality obviously impacts the way in which we draw people in. So how do you feel like that's helped or hurt you? You ask really great questions. I'm just going to say. Okay. So I think for me, I don't know if you've ever heard of Marie Folio's phrase that she says where everything is figureoutable. Mm -hmm. And it's like... I remember as a kid, if I colored in a picture and I went out the lines, I would totally get a black pen and make sure that I would drew so that was included in the picture and color it in as if it was, I didn't even go out the lines. That's the best. (laughs) So my whole life has, I've lived like that my whole life. So from like six, seven years old doing that, my whole life has been like that where, you know, if you color out the lines, Mm -hmm. that's okay. Just make it part of the picture. Yeah, make it fit. And so that's how I've approached everything. And when I watched Marie Folio deliver that speech that she did for Oprah Soul Sunday and that everything's figureoutable, and was it just it was like that's it. Everything is figureoutable. And and that's kind of what I'm like, is you know, I'm 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 fairly stubborn about that. I'm quite optimistic. I know that everybody has the ability to to achieve the dreams that are in their hearts. And I know that it's, it's, they're completely capable and that anything is possible and everything is figureoutable. And oftentimes the only thing that's really standing in our way is ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I'm just, yeah, stubbornly optimistic. And I think so far as building community goes, I think for me, when I see every member join the community, I, for them, I get excited. I'm just hugely optimistic for them and I want the best for them and I want the community to be something that's going to serve them and, that you know, where they can get involved and find the support that they want. They don't have to sit sit behind a desk in a home office feeling completely lost and on their own, you know, and or lost, you feel like lost at sea kind of feeling. I think, yeah, I'm just a, I'm a terrible optimist like that. I just, I've, you know, I just really feel that, we all can have the things yeah. we dream about. And yeah, I think that's why I'm a coach. Like I <laughs> pull that out of people and just show mm-hmm. them. You know, it's, it's, it's not always as difficult as you think it is. And it's and, and what I love about you guys is just your, and that kind of resonates with me so much is how you're just as stubborn about keeping things super simple. Yeah. So as much as I'm a stubborn optimist, you guys are all about keeping things super simple. And I think even in a community space, just keep it simple. It doesn't have to have too many frills, mm-hmm. you know, so, so long as there's, there's always a forward movement and there's always, you're always injecting something fresh every now and again and educating and fostering great relationships within the community. You'll be fine. You'll Absolutely. Be fine. Yeah. Don't stress guys. (laughs) 
stress-free living yeah, here. Right. Well, I think if we remember that, yeah. I love hearing that passion come from you about your own community or starting or what it does to serve you, because it reminds me of why we started ours, you know, three years ago. And, and the, the hole mm-hmm. that we were trying to fill in the existing space. Mm-hmm. And no matter if you're creating that community for your own band of weirdos or because it's not existent in the place that you live <laughs> or whatever that may be. Right. Like, I think if we always try to be reminded of that purpose of, of why it even started as a member or as an admin, because it gets stressful in both of those roles and it gets overwhelming in both of those roles or when we're participating, but yet we still like something is just not clicking and we haven't found our people just remember the purpose. And I, I loved hearing it from you because I'm like, yeah, that's that's like why we keep doing this thing. And that's why we're, you know, figuring mm-hmm. out how to make it work with the 17,000 member group. And that's why we still keep showing up. And and it's a nice reassurance. Mm-hmm. No matter what you might, it was running a community is hard. It's it by no means easy task at all. It's definitely something that you need to think about before you start one yeah. because it, is, it, it takes a, it's not just an investment of your time but it's an investment of your heart mm-hmm. and your passion mm-hmm. and and all of these things and you do you have those days where you're just like wow this is getting really hard but then it's really you got to sit back and be and then you think about all the people that have said thank you that week and who are so grateful and who yeah. have grown who have done the thing they've been speaking about for ages and they've gone and they've jumped and they've and they've flown and they've done so amazing yes. and that's just so rewarding to see that happen and yeah that's why we do this that's why we started these communities mm-hmm. and just to see other people fly and I think something that Erin Bagwell I don't know if you guys know much about dream girl um, but Erin mm-hmm. Bagwell she had shared with me something about oftentimes when we get to those places of frustration it's we need to check ourselves and make sure that it's not our mm-hmm. own ego sometimes it gets in our own way um so i think if you're going to be a community leader it's a a supremely humbling experience oh yes (laughs) 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 no it's it's one of those things where i i never think i will continue to have the patience for and then like something happens and shows me at the right Mm -hmm. time of like someone shares their life story or a big aha moment or this big connection. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll put up with the bullshit a little bit longer. Yeah. Cause it does always tend to outweigh itself. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. It really does. So let's jump into talk strategy to me. And I want to really focus on those members. Cause I do think there's more members listening than community builders. So let's let's talk about three to five things a member can do to be a better community member and start making more genuine connections. Follow the guidelines of the community. So make sure you orientate yourself well with the guidelines of the community. That's that's huge. Oftentimes, they'll include in the guidelines how you can get the most out of that community for your business in a way that's serving the community. So definitely orientate yourself around the guidelines. Get to know who your admins are and who your group host or founder is. Get to know what they're about, understand what they're what they stand for, and assess whether that's something that you can raise your hand and say, I stand for the same thing. Because if you don't, then you shouldn't be there. You should be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And the third thing so far is your business goes is, and I keep saying this to my community, get visible. You can stay in the shadows if you want and you can lurk and you can read the 
posts and not get involved, which is fine. You're probably going to learn something, but you're going to be missing out on so much more if you're not actively getting involved. You're missing out on connections with people that could help you with your business, that could potentially be a great collaboration partner for you in your business that could potentially be a great friend. It's how Abby and I met. Potential, exactly. By speaking out. Exactly. You could yep. be missing out on potential clients. And I keep saying this over and over again, nobody knows you exist if you don't tell them that you exist. It's a simple, it's really yep. a simple thing, but it's something we all miss. I mean, I know myself as well with, with, with this business mama's group I'm in, I will comment every now and again, and I feel like I really should be adding a little bit more value. And yeah, so I'm speaking to myself just as much as I'd be speaking to anybody else. And it's just really stepping. And don't be scared. Don't be afraid to. If you're in the right community, there's no judgment and there's no wrong questions. And maybe in the beginning, just share what you know, instead of if you're afraid to ask questions, rather just share what you know. So if if you know something, Share, support, and help, but get visible. Yep. So I think, I think I that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Super helpful. Well, how about you tell everyone who's listening where they can hang out with your community and see more of you online? Awesome. Well, you can come and hang out with me and my crew at uh, hellabosscommunity.com. We'd love to have you there. And if you are interested to know a little bit about me, you can pop on over to theashleynightcompany.com or come and follow me over on Instagram. It's my favorite place to hang out. So come in and uh, come say hi if you're an Instagram fiend as much as I am. <laughs> I'd love to meet you. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show, Ashley. Thank you, guys. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.